Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Now we're rolling. Damn, it's playing MMA podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the oh. voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge, back again. Round four. Round four for today. We could do one more. I've already shown I can go five rounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hello. <laughs> um, well, we had to jump back on because we've been going back and forth talking about the UFC heavyweight division. So we got to have our little rant. And you brought up some very good points um, that you felt we should talk about on the podcast. So here we are, Zach. Where, when? Okay, yeah. I mean, we don't have any fights to break down. No yeah. DraftKings. Sorry. There are. Hey, hey go watch PFL tonight. Clay Collard. PFL. Clay Collard. I was going to say we got we got our boy Clay Collard fighting tonight. Yeah. Semifinals. Go watch it. Let's go punch that ticket into the finals, baby. Let's do it. Um, we did have a couple really good uh, fighter interview podcast. Um, went really well. Good, some some good young up and coming fighters, man. And once again, we're going to echo what Zach said the other day. If you are fighting on the Fierce card or the upcoming Steel Fist card, if you don't hear from us, still reach out to us. We both have day jobs. We're extremely busy. We try to reach out to people, but. These guys that you see getting scheduled on here are getting scheduled because their managers and their coaches are reaching out to us. So reach out to us. We'll get you scheduled. I promise we will get everybody on that's on on a local card. You guys will always take precedence over anybody else. So hit us up. We will get you on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I just I like I I can't think of a time that we've had something that like what's the dynamic of the UFC right or the heavyweight division right now. It's, it's, it's getting really good. Like we've always talked about how ah, the, the heavyweight division is just, it's shallow. It's shallow. It's sh like, there's just not enough good guys there. And now all of a sudden it's like, it's getting kind of like murky waters, almost like the welterweight division. Like it's, it's kind of turning into a mess. There's so many up there's getting to the point where, one or two more guys get into the mix and it's like, well, we're, it's going to become a log jam. We're, we're starting to see the effects of some of these guys that have been training for a long time. We're starting to see that, that trickle effect coming into the heavyweight division. Now we've seen it in, in some of the other weight classes already, but now you're looking at guys like Tom Aspinall. You're looking at a guy like serial guy gain. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about Tom been, Aspinall. Yeah. So you're, you're starting to see guys that have been, that have started early, have a little, have a little bit of a background and now they're jumping in there versus just being a big, strong guy that can come in there and knock people out. So, so first of all, we have Francis. It's probably the yep. scariest dude to ever be in the UFC. I don't think there's any doubt about right? that. It's probably, probably the scariest. You have gain who we've never had a heavyweight that moves like he does. Never. No, no. Almost to the point where like you almost think like he, he might be like the perfect fighter. Yeah, I mean, he, he might dang near be right. And oddly enough in a wrestling dominant, uh, league where, you know, most top tier guys are, have a wrestling base. Yeah. He, he's the anomaly. He's so great. He's the, seems to maybe even be the anomaly. Uh, he hasn't fought an elite wrestler yet, but he's pretty good on the ground. He's shown that he has submission wins. Yeah. And then you have the greatest light heavyweight of all time, most people's greatest fighter of all time, who's now entering it and who I don't know if you saw it, DC says he actually think he John Jones is the person that has the best chance to beat somebody like Gane because he's so athletic and stuff like that. And and then oh 
By the way, afterthought, Stipe Miocic, the greatest heavyweight in the UFC has ever seen, is just hanging out, waiting for his his title fight whenever he's ready again. And he's even agreed, I'll fight John Jones. You know, and John I, Jones doesn't want to fight him. Which is weird because that's the fight I want to see. I want to see Jones and Stipe to me, that more than any like, anybody else. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, and two of the greatest fighters of all time. They're arguably two of the greatest in their divisions, right? I mean, Stipe, greatest heavyweight of all time. John Jones, there's no debate. He's he's arguably the greatest of all time, but he definitely is the greatest light heavyweight of all time. And that's the fight I want to see. I don't know if I agree with with um, DC's, DC's take on Jones being the toughest fighter. I get where he's coming from, but... Well, he he's the one that I think game doesn't have a decisive speed and an athletic advantage over but will he though because jones is going to come in heavier than he's normally normally fought and he hasn't fought at that weight we're not we're not positive on that but we can we can kind of just go off of what we've seen of john jones i agree yeah i mean you talk about the bounciness and how light gain is i feel pretty confident in saying i'm pretty sure john can at least match that see i don't know i i i i I, i'll be a little cautious on that because yeah, I just, I, I don't know. It, well, I'm not sure. I'm just saying, from what I've seen from John in the past, here's here's the scariest scenario ever, right? For all the yeah. other heavyweights. Yeah. Motivated killer instinct John Jones <laughs> comes in. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. And if he's going to have success at the heavyweight division, he's going to have to go back into these fights of, of finishing dudes inside a round or two. He's he's going to have to. Does he? I don't know. It's it, it, We'll see. But I mean, there's still a chance John Jones never even fights again. Yeah. I mean, there's a th- yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I only put maybe 10, 20% on it, but I, I think there's a legitimate chance we just never see John Jones fight again. The disrespect for Stipe. The disrespect for Stipe. The disrespect for Stipe. I, Does, I, I mean, what do, you, what, what do you do with Stipe? Does he wait and fight the winner of for the, for the interim and the, and the title? Does he wait? If, or I, dude, if, I was Stipe, if I was Stipe, I would get on top of a mountain and be like, I want Francis right now. There was no need for an interim. I'm the number one contender still. He was the, he was ranked number one, right? Still after that. I mean, he's two, he's, yeah, he's I've, two right now just because Gain is the interim t- yeah, champ. He's like, he's like, but you know, I was tout, I've been touted by the president of the UFC as the greatest heavyweight in UFC history. And freak, and I successfully defended that belt more times consecutively than anybody. Freak, I want my respect and I want my rematch with Nganu right now. I think I've done what I need to to close the gap. And and quite frankly, it doesn't matter anybody else's opinions on whether that can happen or not. Yeah. If he does, he's earned that. He's earned that. I I agree, man. I oh oh, and by the way, Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevens says he thinks he could be the UFC champ in 18 months. And I think 18 months is too soon, but three years, he might not be wrong. In the UFC, and the division's just going to get better. Francis is just getting better. Gain's going to get better the more experience he has. And I still think Curtis Blades might be the answer to solve Gain. He could be. Yeah, we talked about it the other day. We had a little back and forth on it, and and you could be right about that. Like you know, I mean, because I mean, he, it's it's one thing to wrestle, but like game, like Curtis Blades is an elite wrestler, not like Gable Stevenson, elite wrestling, but he's the best wrestler in the heavyweight di- division. But does like, he get that? Is he going to get that shot though? That 
because he's sitting at four right now. Blades is? Blades is sitting at four, and he, ju- and he just lost to Lewis. Um, Lewis. Right, but the thing, with, the thing with Curtis Blades is the way he lost to Lewis, okay, he's only lost to Francis and Derek, Bla- Derek Lewis. That is it. That is the list of people that has beaten Francis twice. Francis twice. You know what would be interesting? Stipe and Curtis Blades. We can't forget about Fiji. Oh, can't forget about Fiji. I wouldn't bet against him. I'm not betting against you, Fiji. Not Fiji, I could, I, I'll bet that Jason and I could work, uh, figure out a sparring. I bet we could figure out sparring with Francis for you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Roman, are you paying attention? You watching this one, Roman? Remember this guy's name right here. Um, yeah, Curtis Blades, he's got wins over Overeem, Hunt, Olenek, uh, Junior Dos Santos, Volkov. Dude, if he would have beat Lewis, he's right there. He's right there in line for, for next up, too. Who is? Blades. Oh, yeah. yeah if he Blades. beats Lewis, he's right there. He's uh, he's next. Yeah, oh, if he would have beat Lewis, he he would have yeah, that would that interim fight would have been yeah. gaining Curtis Blades. Absolutely. So you said you like Stipe and Blades? That is interesting. That is fun. That's isn't fun it? Too. How motivated not, is not, Stipe gonna be when he comes back? Or do you think he's just maybe he's just content with where he's at? Uh, if I'm if I'm Stipe, if I am Stipe, there's two there's two routes. How do you and it depends on how you take it. If I'm Stipe though, I'm going no 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 no. You guys don't make me go fight people that are ranked beneath me. You guys, I I want my belt back. Yeah. Give, give me the, whoever the current champ is. I'll go fight Francis again. He said he wants his trilogy fight with Francis, and he deserves he it. it. He deserves. He it. should get it. And then and then he even said, you know what? I'll take the big money fight against John Jones too. And but John said no. You know who looks the worst out of who? You know who looks? John's the one who looks the worst out of all this. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, we John both said because we both said too. It's not like John's putting on good weight right now. He looks he he, he looks look good. Thick. Yeah, he he doesn't look very. good. Oh yeah, me. Mark Gonzalez is coming. Oh, on. he's coming on. Oh yeah, slim and trim, Mark Sli- Gonzalez. Slim and trim, dude. We invited his opponent trim. on too, but his opponent hasn't uh, accepted we'll my Facebook group. We'll, we'll get him on there. We'll get him on. So, all right. Outside of the outside of the heavyweight division, there was another fight that they're thinking about possibly making that we saw on the social media platforms. Yeah. Hey, Mark Coates. Great, great post. Uh, great post. Mark looks great, by the way. He's been training. Yeah. He looks good. Because there's looks really a, good. Yeah, his, his comeback's coming. But um, the more that I think about it, I love Frankie Edgar, and I've always loved Frankie Edgar. And I even thought that Frankie Edgar was like it was. Everybody talking about when Connor was on his ride and and everything. I was like, I I actually think if anybody should be mad, Jose Aldo, like that sucks. But like he lost. Chad Mendez sucks. He lost. Frankie's the one that I kind of felt like Connor ducked. You know, yeah, he yeah. was a former 155 champ, and now he's down at 135. And like, he's not, you know, but he, I mean, he's not horrible going to fight in hopefully November. Well, they're not having a card in November, so hopefully December, George. But I would love to see George in the cage again. Um, and you will be then you could come on the podcast, but again, so back to Frankie Edgar, and I love Frankie Edgar, but he's 39 years old, dude. 
and Sean O'Malley, this is not, this is one, this is not a sport for old, old men. And two, yeah. especially not in the lighter in, in, where athletic, the lighter, uh, weight classes were, um, oh gosh, the the, the lighter weight classes where athleticism is huge. And I, I hate to say it. I, I just think those young bucks are, can, can they're a little much for Frankie Edgar. Am I crazy? No, that the, the first thing I thought, because trust me, I, I am not on the band, the Sean O'Malley bandwagon. And I used to be, but yeah. the more I see him, the more I dislike him. He, he, I, he I don't. Him. And I, I would, I would love to see Frankie smash him. Cause I'm in the same boat as you. I love Frankie. I just, it's a bad matchup for him, especially yeah. after coming off that loss against Sanhagen, which O'Malley's bigger, isn't he? Than Sanhagen. I think they're about the same size. I think they're within San Diego's 5'11". So, and O'Malley's six foot. So they're within foot, an inch. Yeah. But it, it wasn't the size, it, but it, it. I'm not just going off that knockout. Yeah. I'm not just going off that knockout. I'm going off of, I'm, because he, he brought up, he said he lit up Yair Rodriguez. That was four years ago. 35 is like a big difference in athleticism between 35 and 39. Yeah. And it was also at 145. And now he's even smaller now, cutting down to 135. There's a huge, huge, huge statement to be said. The only thing that's truly undefeated in sports is Father Time. He wins every time. Yeah, and I'm sorry. And and, you're, and, and I said it on the post. Father Time is tapping on Frankie Edgar's shoulder right now. Well, saying, by the time they, if they fight, he'll be 40 by the time they fight. So I'm, no, I'm, George, George 40 is not old, but when you get to that level of competition, there's a, there's a big difference. It's, it's, it's a it, big I mean, difference. could Frankie Edgar walk into any regional promotion and model? Oh, yeah. floor with Absolutely. But you're talking about the top 15 in the entire world at a weight class. I just don't, I don't, I, I I'm afraid it would end up like the Eddie Whalen fight or yeah, or just, yeah. Oh, Fiji just said it might just might end up just like O'Malley's last fight where he just just picks him apart, punishes him for three full rounds. Yeah. It just, I, I, I just, it, I hate, I want I, it. I would love to see Edgar just, well, smash. he just says it's wrestling, but it's just like, dude, I just, this is not Frankie Edgar of 2013. Cause that Frankie Edgar, I think smashes Sean O'Malley. Sean's not even in the rankings yet, right? Nope. He was, he was, and, and then he lost to Chico, Cheeto Vera. This guy has all this hype around him. He's not even in the top 15 of the UFC. It's because they're feeding him bums. And they're feeding him bums. I, 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 I don't know. I have a problem with it, but not that the last Wait, I mean, guy, not that the last guy was a bum, but he, he's definitely promotable. Like he's social media, super smart with getting his t-shirts up there and selling his t-shirts. Like He's doing, he's checking all the boxes as far as that, but I just, I don't get the push from the UFC on the kid. Yet. He's electric. He's super charismatic. He is. He, he, he is. I mean, I've never seen anybody pretend to dribble through their legs while landing punches on their opponent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Prime Edgar Merck's O'Malley. I, I believe that, but guess what? Frankie Edgar is about 12 years past his prime. Who? So, yeah, Jeff just said they're they're building him. If you're looking at the division, so they'd be fighting at 135 or 145? 145? No, they're it's time to 135. 
what division are they fighting in? 135. 135. O'Malley's a 135er, and now Frankie right. Edgar's fighting down at 135. I saw somebody commented on there that they didn't think O'Malley would be anybody in the top 15. I don't know if I agree with that. I think he does beat some of those guys. I think you, if you start getting up into the Pedro Munoz, I think O'Malley beats him right now. You think he beats a Munoz? Yeah. And I and I like he, Pedro and he beats, and I he beats sure. Edgar. He yeah. probably beats Cody Garbrandt. Honestly, I hate to say it. Uh, I hate to say. I it. think that's a coin flip. I I really do. I I it just depends on. I I think that's a coin flip. I think he beats I, Marlon Marias? I do not. I do not. He'd have probably he'd probably have trouble with. I'd he'd like to actually problem. see him. Co- Cody, Cody Stamen. Give him Cody Stamen. That would be give a him good Cody. Fight. Yeah, give him Cody Stamen, or even uh, Dash 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 Lavili. I think he beats a Sun Sal, but because a Sun Sal's been around a long time, Jimmy Rivera would be an interesting fight too. Jimmy you know Rivera. what? <laughs> Beat him to Marab Darvish, or run it back with Vera. Run it back with Vera. I would. I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, Garbrandt did drop down to, to flyweight. Who's he who's he fighting again? He's fighting oh, Kai uh, Car France. Kai Car France. That's a good fight. That's actually like I I it, it, not just a good fight, like I love that fight. That is perfect for him. Thanks, George. Appreciate it, brother. I love George. Kai's a great fight for him because Kai's Kai's gonna stand. He's not gonna sit back and and try to he oh, ain't taking could, him and, down. And Kai could knock him out. I could very well knock him out. That's those city kickboxing guys are no joke. Mm-hmm. No joke. Mm-hmm. Got lots of cool stuff coming up. So here's another interesting one for you. Okay. Where does, uh, where does Vicente Luque fit into the welterweight division right now? Dude, you gotta, I mean, he, he is it the answer to every question? Leon Edwards. Who should Gilbert yes, Burns fight next? Right Who now. should Vicente Luque fight next? Who should Jorge Masvidal fight next? The answer on all those is, is Leon Edwards. And Leon's just going to sit back until the UFC takes his ranking away again. <laughs> well, Vicente's not. Vicente should fight. I, it's it's tough. I, I think Vicente, Vicente should get the shot, the winner of Colby and Kamara even over Leon. And I hate to say that because you know, I like Leon, but he's just done more, man. What's to like? unless, unless, unless Leon takes that fight, then give him, him and Leon the fight for, um, for the, for the, for the contender, him and Leon fight Gilbert. Unfortunately, is going to, I think we'll have to take the back seat, which but, is so cool. Cause they're, they're teammates. And so, and Gilbert was cornering and cheering for Vicente Luque to get to the top too. which I, I will, I will never fade Vicente Luque again. Not after what he did at Chiesa. That, that was impressive. You're talking about top five guy that we both said on here. We'd like to see, we don't think he would beat Kamara, but we both said he's, he's up there with these guys. And Vicente's just been, he's been on a tear, man. And we've never really seen him been dominated either. No, I, you got Colby and Camaro's in November or October. When is that fight? November, right? Mm-hmm. I, think I think they so. made it for November. You can't. If I'm Luke, I, I don't sit back and wait because you're probably talk, thinking that you're probably talking another six months after that. This you got to book Luke and Edwards. That's the fight. Book it. Hmm. How do you see that fight? How would you see that fight going? Do you have a winner? 
That's a hard one to pick. Very hard one to pick. If it gets to the ground, Luke just he he snatches an arm or a neck. I think so too, but I but I think Edwards is a little bit better on the feet. Yeah, I think he's a lot better on the feet. I I will I will say that if he can if he can keep from keep on his feet, Edwards wins. I don't think you you know what I'd be interested to see if Edwards has like the ability to like put somebody to sleep. I haven't really seen that. Yeah. But Luke does. Luke definitely does. Hmm. Who's and Leon's he's a huge welterweight. Luke is big. Luke is how big, big is Luke? He's big too. Because um uh Edwards is six two with a seventy four inch reach. Actually Luke has a longer reach. He's five eleven with a seventy six inch reach. Dude, that's the that's the fight. That is the fight. What do you think about um what do you think about the little back and forth between Nate Diaz and Dustin Poirier? <laughs> How is Nate Diaz still relevant? People want to see him, man. Like, want to see him. What? What? I, I I love what Dustin Poirier is doing though. Yeah, dude, just get Taking paid. these money fights. Get, just get paid. paid. He's smart. Easy fights. Dude, Dustin mops Nate Diaz. I know he wants the title. And I, I know he'd, he'd love anything more than to get that title, but I think he's starting to realize I, I'm I'm a big draw. I can get these I can get these shots, and I'm fighting guys like Connor, and I'm fighting a guy like Diaz, and get who paid. quite frankly, who quite frankly, they're about as gimmies as gimmies get in the MMA. In MMA, you're Dustin Poirier, and you are one of the top. You are unquestionably one of the top three 155ers on the planet. Yeah. Unquestionable, un- unarguably, he's one of the top three 155ers on the planet. Yeah. And you're like, and you're going to feed me these guys that aren't even top 10, 15? And get paid. And get paid millions paid. for it. You know, like top tier main event stuff. Spotlight okay. all over him because of yeah. who he's fighting. Yeah. Oh, and he's- you know, every time he does that, his freaking, uh, his uh, freaking hot sauce sales go through the roof. Yeah. Dude, like, he's winning. He's, he's winning. Winning. He's 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 breaking the game right now. And uh, so, did you, what did you think about Justin Gaethje's prediction? Did you see that? Yeah, that he predicted that uh, Poirier would beat Oliveira, which I agree with, and that he would beat Michael Chandler, which I agree with. And then he said, "Then you'll see a rematch sometime next summer between prob- like one of the most violent 155 fights of all time, Poirier Gaethje too." That fight is don't nuts. hate it. And if Gaethje wins, and you set up the trilogy fight again for those two, oh my gosh, that's a huge, that's a huge fight too. And <sighs> and Oliveira's talking about if he wins, going back down to one forty five and becoming champ champ at one forty five, one fifty five, trying to do the, trying move. to do the TJ Dillashaw. He kind of resurrected his career when he moved up. I don't know if that's know, a good move, but I think he beats Volkanovski. I think Oliveira beats Volkanovski. What what's up with the disrespect for Volkov, man? Like he gets no respect. Who was it that just said, "I, I want to fight Max Holloway"? Last week we just talked about it. Who was it that said that? Oh, they didn't even like recognize AJ, AJ McKee. Yeah, AJ McKee. Yeah, I'll I'll go in and fight Max Holloway. It's like, wait a minute, Max isn't the champ. Volkov's the champ. Like you're you. Everybody's just discredited him. Jesse, what's up, big dog? Oh, what's up? Hey, Jesse, did you convince? Did you convince the wife yet? Is the wife convinced yet? Are we going to see? Jesse Solomon back in the cage. That's, That's all I want to know. Yeah. That's all we want to know. Um, We're going to keep working this angle, Jesse. 
I have a question. Uh, yeah. Do you think that Volkanovski beats Brian Ortega? Yeah, see, exactly. That's you know, why. Because, because you ought to go Brian Ortega and oh. people want to, people think, boom. Boom. We get Jesse back in the cage, baby. Thank you, Mrs. Solomon. We appreciate it. Yikes. We'll have you on the podcast too. Again, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, no, but dude, Ortega looked so good. He his looked last fight. unbelievable. His last fight. So do we, so, but Volkanovski also looked and he hung and looked really good. Whether you think he won the fight or not, that's he what hung I'm saying. Good against Max Holloway. So is he getting? Is he getting a little? Is is Ortega getting more of the pump up because of the way his last fight was? And Volkanovski not getting enough credit for the Probably. controversy with who could have won. It was such a close fight. Like, is there a little recency bias where people are looking at Volkov and like, uh, he probably shouldn't have won that fight, but he, but he did. And he, 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 whether you agree with it or not, and whether you thought Max Holloway should have won the fight, the point is we're still talking about that fight going to a split decision with one of the greatest of all time. I, I mean, uh, but I didn't even th see that's where, that's where I'm salty. Cause I didn't think it was a split decision. I, thought, I didn't think so. Either. I thought, I thought Max clearly won three rounds. I, I agree. So. But it's but, still okay. Volkov was still there to make it interesting. To make and regardless, think. he's gone ten rounds with Max Holloway. So I mean, that, there's something to be said for that. And Ortega looked freaking. Yeah, he's just looked good. Just besides the mega mind bald head, let's pray we never have to see that again because that was creepy for me. Um, I just I would I I I think that Ortega beats Volk. And if we're if here's the other thing. You, you know you know what I think it is for Volk why he doesn't get enough credit before I'm gonna say this as I'm looking it up yeah um I'm not positive that Alexander Volkanovsky I think it's a little bit tough to get like the respect of all the fans and stuff like that yeah when You don't really finish guys. Okay. So let me just go back. Remember, this guy's 22 and one. Okay. He's 22 and one. He enters the UFC in 2016, November. So end of 2016. He beats Kasuyua, some guy that's not in the UFC anymore, by ground and pound in the second round. Mizuto Hiritoa. By unanimous decision. Shane Young by unanimous decision. Jeremy Kennedy, never heard of him. He was undefeated at the time, but uh, Jeremy Kennedy by ground and pound. Then Darren Elkins, unanimous decision. Chad Mendez with a knockout. That's and then Chad retired, just came okay. back. But and then and then Aldo, Max, and Max. Decision, decision, decision. No, I know, I get it. I, I'm not I'm not knocking but, it. I'm yeah, not knocking yeah, yeah. it. I'm saying if look, for example, me and you, right? Not the biggest Kamaru Usman fans in the world, but then all of a sudden he starts finishing dudes and knocking dudes out, and it's like, oh dang, Kamaru Usman, okay, you know what I mean? What like if, you, what if, if you're, see a, a, you got to be a finisher. What if we see a new version of Volkanovski that we haven't seen? What if he makes the the changes and we see a different Volkanovski against well, Ortega? Then I think he starts getting the respect, kind of the same way that Vol there the Usman did. Yeah. 
Exactly. Fiji. Yes. Fiji. Yes, exactly. I'm saying if you want an answer for why he doesn't get the respect, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Because I mean, look at Peter Jan, right? Jose Aldo and him had a great fight or whatever, but he eventually put him away in the fifth round. Yeah. True. Viciously. He's a finisher. He was going to put away Aljermaine Sterling. He's a finisher. How do you see? Kamar Usman, finisher. John Jones, what rose him to start him? Finisher. Finisher. And then, yeah. and then, as, and then, as soon as he starts edging out these decisions, people are get get ah, don't really like John Jones. So yeah. Much. Right. Like, dude, we want finishes. We want finishers. It's why Dana says don't leave it in the hands of the judges, and it's why there's a win bonus because he wants to incentivize people to finish. Yeah. Because that's what the fans want to see. You know, you look at Max. Max puts people away with his volume and his punches. Yes. Right? He know he's put Jose Aldo away twice. He he put he, he you know, you look at Brian Ortega. Reason why did people love him so much? Dude, he he had an undefeated record at some point while losing more rounds than winning. Why? Because he'd pull off finishes. It's crazy. Yeah. So you you're going with Ortega, or are I, you undecided yet? I think Ortega has more pass to victory, and as we've seen, uh, uh, as we have seen, um, usually the guy that has more pass to victory wins. Usually, yeah. and yeah. I think Ortega and I and I actually feel pretty confident saying Ortega has more pass to victory to win. Because, dude, Ortega was a zombie in that Max Holloway fight. They, 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 the, finally, the corner and the doctor had to stop it, and he wanted to keep fighting. And he meant yeah, it when he was... said, he's like, he said, you would, have, you, to get me to quit, you'd have to kill me in there. And I believe yeah. him when he said that. He has zero quit in him. He's one of those guys. And I don't, th- I don't know if Alex can beat up Ortega the way that Max did um, with his striking. And I'm pretty positive that you're not going to see Brian Ortega get submitted. No, my yeah, no. I mean, I just take that prop bet and just throw it in the garbage. It ain't happening. I um, like it. I like it. But, but if he does try and wrestle and lay him on the ground, he's T City for a reason. And if he wraps those legs around it, it is over. And his guillotine is sick. Yeah, it is. So it's just like, and then his boxing looked incredible against Korean Zombie. It really, it looks so. It's like, I'm like, I'm just like, I think he has more pass to victory. I don't think Volk knocks him out. I don't think Volk knocks him out. I think Volk has to win by a decision. And I think that Brian could win by decision. But if it goes decision, I'm probably leaning that it's because Volkanovsky controlled everything. Yeah. Um, But knockout or submission, if it gets finished, I would say Ortega has the advantage in both. Ortega was the first person ever to finish Frankie Edgar. Make this conversation. I, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was in the I was in the arena. I mean, I used to make this conversation come full circle with Frankie Edgar. But I mean, it's like he he's got that element to him where he can do things that people haven't done before. Yeah, it's crazy. Max love him, right? It makes it especially decisive. He didn't just. Oh my God, come on. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. true. Spot on, Fiji. Spot on, man. Yeah, hey, Fiji. Fiji can have to start his own podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Fiji, you need to come on before your fight in the next week or two. We need to have you back. We need to have you back on. Yep. Um, all right. That was fun. 
I got my ran off. You got your ran off. We good for the, we good for the day. We got fighter interviews coming up. Uh, we got a couple people coming on Monday. Um, we will get the fierce main event. Is that the main event? Did they did they it's announce the main be. event? It's gotta be Car- Carson Hardman, uh, Steve Siler. I'm pretty sure they're going to end up being the main event. Um, we will get both those guys locked in. Get both those guys on. Siler said he's down. Hardman, I know, is down. Um, yeah, super excited. Steel Fist guys, the, all you guys that are fighting on September 18th, if you didn't listen to the beginning of this, reach out to us. Reach out to us. Absolutely. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Thanks for joining in. We appreciate everybody's support. Love you guys. We out. We are out. <laughs> Where's the hospitalist?